Attention North Florida Wrestling fans, we are back with another Warzone Aftermath update for the Panhandle Spring Series. Some bombs went off and we have a new number one and a complete shakeup of the leaderboard. We have Jason Westlager from Grappling House back to give us a new top 30, as well as some statistics from the past two events. Make sure you catch our week two interviews with some of our top 30 athletes. Take it away, Jason. Alright, so we're going to announce the uh, top 30 leaderboard after the second event, which happened at Santa Rosa County Fairgrounds, hosted by uh, Panda's new location, Crestview. In first place, we have one of our youngest competitors in the whole field at five and a half years old. Theo Kenya is 10 and 1 on the series. In second place, we have Niceville's Jace Fennessy at 9 and 1. In third place, we have Pace Wrestling Club's Dom Ayacabellas at 8 and 1. In fourth place, we have Niceville's Jackson Steiner at 8 and 1. In fifth place, we have Gulf Coast Grappling Academy's James Oliver at 7 and 1. In sixth, we have Bay County Elites Tyler Johnson at 7 and 5. In seventh place, we have Lucas Nesbeth sitting at 7 and 7 for the series. In eighth place, we have an unattached wrestler from Georgia named Landon Pease. He's 6 and 0. Oh. In ninth place, we have another unattached wrestler named Aaron Justice, sitting at 6-1 and one for the series. In 10th, Gulf Coast Grappling Academy's Asher Burris at 6-2. and two. In 11th place, we have Team McCullough's Brady Jackson, also at 6-2. and two. In 12th, we have South Georgia Takedown Club's Angel Bastida, also sitting at 6-2. and two. In 13th place, we have Bay County Elite's Justin Johnson at 6-3. and three. In 14th, we have Jimmy Singleton, also at 6-3, and and he's out of Fort Walton Beach. In 15th, we have Niceville Wrestling Academy's Stephen Palmer, sitting at 6-3. and In 16th place, we have Grappling House's Dominic Seco at 6-3. and In 17th place, we have South Georgia Takedown Club's Carson Garcia, also 6-3. In 18th, we have Harley Troyne of Grappling House, also 6-3 and on the series. In 19th, we have Isaiah Latham out of Niceville Wrestling Academy, who's also sitting at 6-3 and three for the series. In 20th, we have Vincent Crump from Grappling House sitting at 6-4. and four. In 21st, we have Carson Shineberry from Patriots Wrestling Club in Dothan at 6-4. and four. In 22nd, we have Pace Wrestling Club Xander, Xander Nesbeth at 6-4. and four. Also from Pace Wrestling Club in 23rd is Justice Sherman at 6-4. and four. And then rounding out Pace Wrestling Club's top 30 here, we have 24th place Sterling Knowles, also 6-5, or he's 6-5 and five on the series. In 25th place, we have South Georgia Takedown Club's Jake and Ross, who's sitting at 5-0 and oh for the series. In 26th, we have Derek Williams from Gulf Coast Grappling Academy, who's also 5-0. and oh. In 27th, we have Zephyr Hills Christians, Landon Hawley at 5-0. In 28th, we have Panda Wrestling Alliance's Riley Alcantar at 5-0. In 29th, we have Niceville Wrestling Academy's Jeremiah Heron sitting at 5-1. And, and rounding out to top 30, we have Alpha Elite's Justin Thomas at 5-2 for the day. A couple statistics from the first two events, so... Top teams as far as numbers in the top 30. Um, last week, Grappling House had four. This week, 
The new leaders are Niceville Wrestling Academy and Pace Wrestling Club, both tied with five in the top 30. Next, with three in the top 30, you have three teams, South Georgia Takedown Club, Grappling House Wrestling Club, and Gulf Coast Grappling Academy. Those with two include Panda Wrestling Alliance, Bay County Elite, and we have two unattached wrestlers. And then we have five teams that have one in the top 30, including Fort Walton Beach, Zephyr Hills Christian, Team Wakulla Wrestling, Patriots Wrestling Club Dothan, and Alpha Elite Wrestling Club. A couple other little statistics we have. Time per wrestler per event has been two hours flat. Total matches wrestled through two events has been 1,270. And the average matches per wrestler has been four exactly. We have had four states represented so far in the series. That's Florida, Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee. Through two events, we've had 318 competitors. The most matches wrestled by one kid at one event has been eight. And then we also have two sets of siblings in the top 30, the Nesbeth brothers and the Johnson brothers from Bay County. That's all for the top 30. Yeah, dude, it was like that's really just goes to show how like quickly these you know this leaderboard can change. Because I remember Theodore was at like I think like maybe twenty he to was thirty. Eighteen. Yeah, and then so it can it can change real fast. You know, especially if you just get one more, get one more, or you hit a hot streak. So I'm really interested to see how it continues to shake out over the next you know three events. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting this year. With we changed the format last year, we did four events and we made it. Uh, those that competed at every event had an advantage over those that missed one or two. This year we are doing, uh, you only have to attend three. So there will be certain kids that will attend all five and we'll go ahead and drop their lowest two results. Um, but what you see a lot in this top 30 leaderboard is the kids that uh, showed up for the first two are being rewarded because they're getting their matches in early. Um, and and kind of like what I mentioned, you'll have some kids that you know maybe did a, had a very nice first event and didn't do as hot as they had hoped in the second event, but they have the opportunity to drop that now because we still have three other opportunities for them. Well, and it shows so much like this is what this is designed to do. So, you know, those guys that are already really good, they're still going to get tested just like, you know, some of our more inexperienced guys, like they're going to be rewarded for showing up and just getting matches and, and keep on working toward it. So I really like this. I really like that, you know, somebody that, might not be there skill wise yet can get, you know, a big reward, um, both in, uh, you know, a big trophy or a chain as well as getting rewarded in just, you know, serious mat time. Like you get really good over the course of 20, 30 matches. Yeah. You know, if, if kids come to all five events, we're averaging, you know, four matches per kid per event. So on average, you're going to get 20 matches for in five weeks, which, you know, is a half a season's worth of, of matches. If we're talking high school, and, you know, just uh, I'm a firm believer that, you know, mat time and getting as much work in as you possibly can uh, makes a big difference from going to from beginner to elite in this sport. So uh, the the goal is to get kids a bunch of mat time. And so far, mission accomplished. Uh, thanks to everyone that showed up so far. And hopefully we get, you know, similar numbers for the rest of the series. And that's it for this edition of the Warzone Aftermath Update complete shakeup in the top 30 looking forward to see what it looks like next week after the competition in Weewa. make sure you check out this week's war zone interviews with dominic Seco, carson garcia 
Theodore Kanyes and Dominic Icabellas. Each one of these wrestlers are currently in our top 30, so go out there, wrestle hard at WeWa, and you might be able to find yourself on the top 30 leaderboard and on the North Florida Wrestling Show. We'll see you next time.